if everybody could uh, turn to Second Chronicles, chapter twenty, in your Bibles for me, please. Second Chronicles, chapter twenty. When you're there, let me get an amen. <laughs> Ain't nobody's there. <laughs> oh, Jesus, come on. Hallelujah. All right. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Praise God. Praise God. One more time. Praise God. One more time. He deserves it. Amen, amen. All right. Today's message. Today's message is more than a conqueror. Do we have any conquerors in here? Do we have any conquerors in here? The Lord has made us more than a conqueror. If you say today, I am a conqueror, say to yourself again, I am more than a conqueror. Because the Lord has made me more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Come on. Every single day that we go out in those streets, go out to our jobs, to our schools, to our families, to our houses, we say to ourselves, we say to ourselves, hallelujah, we say to ourselves, we're like, man, I am more than a conqueror. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice in it. Hallelujah. I will rejoice in it. Hallelujah. I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. I am a soldier. I am a soldier of God, and I am ready for battle. I am ready for war. Devil, you have nothing on me. Come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. We walk out these doors. We walk out these doors. We're going home. You sleep not. You sleep tonight. You wake up in the morning. You say, whoo, I am still a soldier. I am still more than a conqueror. I am a man. I am a woman of God. And I rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, Father God, you have made me the man and the woman that I am today. You have given me a purpose. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Thank you. Back to my message. All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo, conqueror. We are more than conquerors. I love that. I say it all the time. We are more than conquerors. A conqueror is who? A person with victory. A person who overcomes uh, uh, the, the, the problems in the life. Whatever wall is in the way, whatever mountain is in the way, they conquer. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You live victorious every single day. The day, the day that you accepted Jesus Christ in your life, you have become more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. Because let's think about it. The definition of the word, a conqueror, is like, okay, a person that gets over alcoholism, all right, his own free will, whatever, right? His own mentality. But we know when we get over something like that, when we get over uh, 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 depression or alcoholism or anything that's going on in our lives, we know it's of God. Therefore, it makes us more than an average conqueror in that word. We're more than an average conqueror. We are the conqueror because we have our king beside us. Without him, we're nothing. But with him, hallelujah, come on. We are warriors of God, and we fight his battles every single day. Every single day. How many of you sin every single day? Huh? Nobody's perfect, right? If, anybody perfect here? Let me get your secret. All right, no, right? Therefore, we're always living in a battle. We're always living in a battle, in a warfare out there. And every single day, every time we repent of our sins, we walk out of it more than a conqueror. We walk out of it victorious. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you. All right. Now, today, are you guys ready for a Bible study? Because I'm just I'm ready to read the whole chapter right now. All right. You guys prepared for this? You guys prepared for this? Let's do it. 
All right, Second Chronicles. Right here we're reading of uh, Joseph. Joseph is a king. And uh, right now in uh, chapter 20, the story we're about to read, he is about to get attacked by um, Moab and Oman. Excuse me for, I can't pronounce these names too well. Now he's about to get uh, attacked by two different kingdoms trying to invade the land that, uh, that the Lord uh, supplied to Abraham, the promised land, the inheritance. They're, they're trying to take it away from him. And right now, him and his people are, are worried. They're, they're panicking. They're like, oh, man, we're about to get attacked right now by two different kingdoms. They're, 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 um, they're soldiers. They're, they have a whole bunch more soldiers than they do. You understand that? So they're getting a little nervous. Let's read verse 1. After this, the, Miho, the Mohabites and the Omabites, <laughs> Ammonites, with some of the Mennonites came to make war on jo- uh, Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the sea. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is already in Hazon Tamor. Excuse me, guys. I apologize. Verse 3, alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. Verse 4, the people of Judah came together to, uh, to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdom of the nations. Power and might are in your hands, and no one can withstand you. Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it. And have built in a sanctuary for your name, saying, If uh, calamity comes upon you, rather the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name, and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. Hallelujah. But now, here are men from Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are, not, see how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance? Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no faith. I'm sorry, for we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do, not, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Hallelujah. Let's take a look at that. Let's, let's read uh, verse 12 again. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Sometimes we don't know what to do as Christian men and women of God. You understand that, that the world out there, the world that is attacking us, that is a vast army, a vast army that is humming to intrude in our territory. 
to, to try to take away what we believe in, try to take away what we, what we are trying so hard to build, what we are trying so hard to spread the truth. But they do not take it as the truth. They take it as a lie and they look at us as fools and they try to take it away from us. That is the vast army, people. That is the vast army. We have atheists out there that attack our beliefs. That, that, that mock our God, that say he is just some sort of fairy tale. You're talking to a wall. They attack us. That's one attack. We have other religions. They'll t- attack our beliefs, our personal beliefs, our relationship with God, like Jehovah Witness and Mormons, cults. They come. They knock on your door. And my, you know, they knock on your door and they say, yo, what you believe in is wrong. Let me tell you the truth. They're attacking you. They're attacking you spiritually. You understand this? We are in a war. That is a vast army. We have another, we have another um, army coming at us as offended, quote-unquote, Christians. Offended, quote-unquote, Christians will attack us for preaching the truth. Christians that say, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you talking about? I'm going to go to hell. I believe in Jesus. How dare you say that I'm going to go to hell? How dare you say that, what I, how, that it's not okay for me to drink and smoke and have sex outside of marriage? The offended religious Christian that says as long as I believe in God and in Jesus Christ, I'm okay. They attack us as well for preaching the truth, for preaching the gospel, for preaching the word of the living God, we get attacked on a daily basis, people. There is a vast army against us. And there are times where we're being attacked by the world and we just don't know what to do. We do not know what to do. But what do we say? We say, Lord, our eyes are upon you. Our eyes are upon you. Lord, I don't know what to do right now. I don't exactly know how to defend myself against an atheist. I don't know exactly how to defend myself against a Jehovah Witness. I don't know if I, I should stop, be, uh, stop preaching the truth to this quote-unquote Christian that's getting offended at me. I don't want to offend him. We might feel like that sometimes. And we don't know what to do. And at that time, we must put our eyes on the Lord and let him reveal it to us. We say, Lord, just take a break, time out. Lord, I put my eyes on you. Speak through me. We must allow the Holy Spirit to guide and to speak through us. The Holy Spirit will know what to do and what to say. He'll know. There's times where I'm preaching out there, and there's times when I'm preaching up here, and I'm thinking 10 minutes later, what did I just say? Mm, I don't know. It wasn't me speaking. You understand me? I'm trying to think real hard. What I just said an hour ago, what I said the other day, I'm like, man, why don't I remember? Because it wasn't me speaking. It was the Holy Spirit speaking through me. You understand that? We must allow, allow the Spirit to guide us to the right direction and to speak through us. We must allow God to speak through us as the vessel, as the tool, as the instrument of God. We must allow it and we must be in continuous prayer. Because if we're not praying, how are we going to allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in us? We must feed the Spirit inside of us. 
We can't let it starve. The less you pray, the more hungry your spirit's going to get, and then it's just going to die out. It's going to starve to death. You understand me? You must continuously feed it with prayer and reading of the Word and fellowshipping and just talking about God and how good He is and preaching His Word. That is feeding your spirit. That is feeding your fire. The fire of God will dwell in you, and the fire of God will be bursting so much out of you, you can't even hold it in. It's going to be going out saying, Jesus, I must preach the Word. Jesus, I must pray to you, Jesus. I must read your word. Jesus, Lord, Father, feed me more. Feed me more. Like I was saying right there, I was like, Lord, you know, you know how many times I was trying to come up here and just like finish out with prayer so I could start my sermon? But man, I was just like, I got up, I got the mic, and I was like, oh, Jesus, just put me back to my knees. And I'm like, no, he's not done yet. I'm like, Lord, feed me more. Feed me more. I promise you, like five times I got up with the mic, and I'm like, okay, no, I'm not done yet. I got back to my knees. You understand me? I'm like, Lord, feed me more. I'm not done. I'm not done. We must continuously feed off of God and let the fire of God consume you. Let the fire of God consume you. Do not be resistant to it. Do not second-guess it. If you think it's the fire of God, then let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Let's continue reading in verse 13. All the men of Judah, with their wives and children and little ones, stood there before the Lord. Then the Spirit of God, uh, uh, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Je- uh, Jehazel, son of Zechariah. And let's continue reading up to verse 15. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but of God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the, of the, <laughs> the gorge in the desert of Jeril. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance that the Lord will give you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. Joseph had bowed with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down to worship before the Lord. Then some Levites and the Kohathites uh, <laughs> and the otherites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with very loud voice. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in His prophets, and you will be successful. Hallelujah. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise Him for the splendor of His holiness. Hallelujah. As they went out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. 
Give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. Hallelujah. Give thanks to the Lord for His love. His love endures forever. 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 He's going to love you forever. The time you think nobody loves you. The Lord our Savior loves you. The time you think you're at your lowest time. You're at your angriest time. He loves you. He loves you just as much as He loves me. His love endures forever. Hallelujah. We must remember that God is there. We must remember that God will always be there at your lowest times. Joshua 1.5 I will never leave you nor forsake you. 1 Corinthians 12.8 My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Oh Jesus, I don't think they heard me. I'm going to say it again. I said 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power, my power is made perfect in weakness. At our weakest point in our lives, that is the strongest point for God. At our weakest point in our lives, we might think we're at rock bottom. We have nowhere else to go. That is when The light of our God is shining brighter than ever. That is when you will look and you say, Wow, Lord, you are perfect and you are strengthening me. Hallelujah. Our weakest points, when I am at my weakest points, and I know I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to do, I feel the glory of God shine upon me. And he says, Look, your weakness is my strength. Your weakest point is my strongest point. Because that is that one point where you see God for all His glory, with all His glory and all His might. You say, wow, God, you are so good because you took me out of this. You are taking me out of this as we speak. Thank you, Lord. He shows Himself at your weakest point. Hallelujah. He will never leave nor forsake. Paul is quoted saying in verse 10, of uh, 1 Corinthians 12. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in imperfections, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, for when you are weak, know that God is with you and He picks you up and know that you you are at your strongest point. He picks you up at your lowest point and you say, Oh Lord, thank you. I am now at my strongest point. How many of you have been on rock bottom and been lifted up by God and saying, Oh my Lord, I have felt your presence. I have felt your power. I have felt how good you really are. And your faith in God and your relationship with God is stronger than it has ever been before. It should be stronger with each passing day. Oh, Jesus, the way he feeds us, the way he feeds me. Oh, it's Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. The way he feeds you is amazing. The way you you thirst for him, 
He's going to be there for you. And He's going to show Himself to you. And He's going to show you. He's going to tell you, look at me. Seek me and me alone and I will strengthen you to unbelievable heights. His power is made perfect in our weakness. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. When we get when we get insulted, we go through hardships, we get persecuted, we go through difficulties and our weaknesses. We are made stronger. Let's not remember the beatitudes. Let's not forget about the beatitudes, Matthew 5. Blessed are the persecuted, right? Jesus. We're going to be persecuted, people. Get ready for it. You know it. You know it. Thank you, Lord. We must stop worrying about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. Forget about the hardships. Forget about the, the problems that's going on in your house, in your school, in your, in your family. Forget about it. Forget about it. Just as much as I forget. Forget about it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. For tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. Hallelujah. Jesus. We must worship God no matter what. We must worship God no matter what. No matter what problem you might be going through in your life, we must, we must rejoice that the Lord is there by your side. I don't care right now that my family is falling apart before my eyes. I don't care. I don't care anymore. At one time I was caring to the point where I was in tears. But man, I got up and I started rejoicing God because God is good. God is great. God is magnificent. He picks me up. He picks you up. No matter what problem you're going through, rejoice to the Lord and the Lord will deliver you. The Lord will deliver you no matter what problem. No matter what problem, you would have enough money, you're facing financial struggles with your family, give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. You're going to college, you're a little worried, give it to the Lord. Rejoice to the Lord. Rejoice to the Lord. Do not cry over spilled milk. Rejoice that you had milk to spill. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Rejoice. Because God is good and He deserves our praises. He deserves them. What we did for about an hour, an hour and a half was the will of God. Rejoicing to the Lord. He loves it. He wants it. He strives for it. King David, 2 Samuel, correct? 2 Samuel, King David got naked before his people in the spirit of the Lord and started rejoicing and dancing. Dancing before his people. Rejoicing, not caring. Not caring what anybody thought of him. Wow, naked. Imagine me just, you know what I mean? Woo, Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, come on. I'm not going to do it, but just imagine, you know what I mean? Like, man, just really not caring about what anybody thinks of you. Just having that mentality, knowing that you are more than a conqueror, and there is nobody that's going to be able to stand before you and break you down. Nobody. Nobody, nothing, no spirit, nothing. Because the Spirit of God dwells in you, and you dwell in it, and it is great, and you are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Every single person in here, look up at me, everybody. You are more than a conqueror. You are victorious. You are a soldier of God. Hallelujah. Rejoice. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Woo! 
Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Jehoshaphat bowed with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshipped before the Lord. Then some of the Levites and the other ites and the ites stood up and praised the Lord and the God of Israel with a very loud voice. Hallelujah. With loud voices. They fell to the ground. Faces on the ground. Everybody on their knees. Praised God. For they knew they had nothing to worry about. They had a word of God saying, I will be there for you. I will never leave nor forsake you. Your weakest point is my strongest point. There is nothing that's going to be able to stop your God. There is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing. For you are victorious and you live in victory with each passing second of the day. Hallelujah. They rejoice. How much more should we rejoice for the Lord? How much more should we rejoice to God? Knowing that each passing day is going to be a day we live in victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I can't stop saying hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Always, 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 always worship God with all your heart and with all your might because that is what strengthens you and your spirit. And when your spirit is full of God, you have now the fire of God. And when you have the fire of God, you are unstoppable. You are unbeatable. You are invincible by the power of God. Nobody will be able to break you. The devil is a joke compared to God. The devil is nothing but a liar, a filthy liar that comes at you saying this this pathetic little lie, saying that you're not good enough or you're not big enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not smart enough. That is a lie from the pit of hell, and you know it. You know it. You know it. Therefore, do not listen to it, but rejoice to the Lord and say, Lord, I know you will give me the wisdom and the knowledge that I want. I know that you will give me the wife or the husband that I want. I know that you will give me the desires of my heart, for only you know them. Only you know them, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 27. Then, led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem. For the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord. Right away, they went to the temple of the Lord as soon as they hit their home. With harps and flutes and trumpets. Hallelujah. With harps and flutes and trumpets. The fear of God. (laughs) Let's not forget the fear of God now, people. Let's not forget that, because that's a pretty big part, isn't it? We can rejoice in the Lord all day. We can say, yes, we're forgiven. Yes, we're guided. Hallelujah. But if you don't have the fear of God, what do you really have? The fear of God came upon the kingdom, the kingdoms of the countries when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God. Our God, your God, had given him rest on every side. And every side. Did he just say the left side? No. Did he say the north side? No. He said every single side. Whatever direction you're going to turn at, there is peace for the peace of the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you, Lord. That was an incredible story. I love that. 
I read that and I was like, man, I'm going to make a message out of that. Hallelujah. Thank you, my brother. It was amazing. It was amazing. And how, I mean, let's, we just read that whole story pretty much. We cut off a couple of verses, yes, but let's relate to it now. Like we were doing this whole time. The church was being attacked by a vast army. The vast army were different um, tribes, different um, um, tribes. <laughs> and they were coming, and they were attacking. And they were feared. How many, were you, how many of you were feared? When I got attacked, when I got my uh, uh, relationship with God attacked by people, I panicked. I was like, oh, man, what do I do? What do I do? What did I do? I prayed. I was strengthened. I studied. You have to know. You have to be ready. You have to be equipped. The second you were saved, you, were, became, you became a soldier of God. Welcome to the military, people. Welcome to the military. Your armor and your sword is at Gate Ephesians. Go get it. Go follow Sergeant Jesus. Go get it. Come on, because it's time for war, people. It is time. And be ready. Be ready. Be ready and rejoice in the Lord, for the Lord is with you always. Hallelujah. He will always be with you. Do not be afraid. Rejoice. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for making us more than conquerors. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the victory every single day, Lord Jesus. You are good. Lord, Father God, you are good, and your love endures forever, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Be with us, Lord, Father God. Be with us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Whew. That was my message. Everybody, if you could just join me to the altar, please.